If I was fucking in the ass, would you push away, or would you push back into it, or would you try to run away? I I need to know the full, the full scale of this. I'm just example. Fucking, I'm just if the, where is your hand? Are you jerking me off too? No, I'm grabbing you. Then I'm pulling I'm, away. I'm grabbing you by the hips. No, we're in the spoon position. If I'm, if I'm pushing back, you don't need to be pulling me. Well, we're in the spoon. So you should be jerking we're, me we, off. We are. We are in the spoon position. Uh-huh. I'm the little. I'm the big spoon. You're the little spoon. Of course. And my dick is inside of you. Yeah. Like are you normally? getting away? Are you fucking pushing back? Because like when I when depends I do it, with Sarah. If you start, hold on. Depends hold on, if you start on, jerking me off. Hold on. Because I want to do it, Sarah. She pushes back. She's like, "Ooh, there's a dick in me. I like it." See, if you were jerking me off, I'd stay. But if you weren't jerking me off, like. Good to know. I, I so wanna, you want to go, go camping later? Heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How you been, buddy? This will be just like Boy Scouts. <laughs> How you been, buddy? Good. Yeah? Yeah. Those meds I think are working. I'm like, woo, all the time. Yeah? That's good. We'll see. I left my debit card at Walgreens. I wanted to go pick them up. <laughs> it's, it's a good thing I, that I didn't need it because me and Emma, we never get to do anything together. Normally, it's me and Ethan yeah. doing stuff. Or when the kids are in school, me and Miles will go out to lunch or something sometimes. Mm-hmm. And me and Emma were just talking one day. I'm like, we, you and I haven't done anything together. Dude, that, that, that's so hard, like, like being a dad to all of them. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the last time me and Emma did something together, like just the two of us, was back when we still lived in Douglas. We went to the daddy-daughter dance. You you never want to take her to the dad daughter dance here in Gillette? Didn't know there was one here. Yeah, there there it's pretty popular. I'm always nervous to try to uh, join Gillette groups because I still have play my places to live is Douglas, so I don't want to deal with the rejection. Yeah, but I'll you take her to the the dad daughter dance. I know, I, I know. I'm just saying, I never know when stuff is, and if. I'm sure people post it on Facebook, like if you have a Gillette's Ransom Raves or something like that. No, it just comes up randomly on Gillette. Or it comes up randomly on my Facebook. You know, I have no daughters. I have kids. I have boys. Well, you probably follow a lot of local Gillette things. No, not really, because I don't give a shit. I think I used to do County 17 in the newspaper. The newspaper sucks, because then you try to open up one of their stories. Like, it's a full article by subscribing. Yeah, by, and then you go to County 17, the same fucking article. And it's free. Right. <laughs> County 17 is way better. Shout out, County 17. Shout out. But, uh, shit, where was I going with that? <laughs> yes, yeah, so what we, I was doing. Oh, so Emma has been really wanting to, she had $45 and she really, really wanted to spend it. Burn the hole in the pocket. Yep. And so I told her, I was like, like, you and I never do anything together. We haven't done anything together in a while, so let's you and I go do this. She's like, yeah. So we went to Walgreens and picked up my pills. And my, my plan was I was just going to have her, have her walk around Walgreens and uh, get something from there. Mm-hmm. But she's like, can we please go to Claire's? I'm like, fine. That's in Walmart, isn't it? Yeah. Gross. I'm like, fine, I'll go to Claire's. And we're there. And she's like, eh, I don't want anything. Can we go back by the toys? Like, I don't care. Or, yeah, because she's like, can we go back by the toys? I'm like, yeah. But, you should, you but should let's take her. You should take her to Alta. Oh, that is. That's a makeup store, I guess. Oh, well, we're going right back there to- by like the foot, the shoes place. 
You got Harbor Freight, and you got the shoe, the shoe mm. place, and then Alta. I know what you're talking about. Um, anyway, so we're walking back to the toys, and she's like, I remember I wanted to spend my money on I need. She's like, I want a new phone case that works with the MagSafe. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So we found one for $15, and she bought it, and the Twix. <laughs> she's like, do you want some of my Twix? like, I can't eat it. Sorry. Otherwise, I'd be all over that. And uh, then she's like, okay, I want to go back to Claire's. I'm like, fine. We'll go to Claire's, which is really, there's so much pink in there. <laughs> but uh, she ended up buying a necklace for her and her friend, the split yeah. part ones. We need one of those. We should. <laughs> I saw a gaming one where the controller breaks in half. And when you put it <laughs> together, it's a full <laughs> controller. <laughs> Too bad it wasn't a fireball. <laughs> Bottle. That'd be heavy. Oh, that'd be cool to have a necklace or flask. Be badass. Dude, I'm on inventions, man. I'm pretty sure it's already been done. It has it. But Flavor Flav probably did it when he had the clocks. Probably. So do you ever like think of yourself as a kid, whether it be teenager or pubescent? Then I think like that was the best time of my life, and I'm never gonna experience that kind of high again there's a there's a few memories i have as me being a pubescent individual there was one i remember my my family my dad and my mom took us down to salt lake city that used to be our like our number one go-to for christmas and that one year we didn't go We got a, we got the the Nintendo, me and my brother. That was our that was our Christmas present. Cause like my parents, to us, they got one big present, mm-hmm. and that was it. And they, I mean, we got some small shit, whatever. But <coughs> we got that Super Nintendo. And I remember looking at my brother like, fuck yeah, dude. All these games you get to play. They bought they they bought us all kinds of games. Uh-huh. And we walked downstairs. We because we just, my dad had just remodeled the downstairs. And that that's a story in itself. And we hooked it up to the TV. And we started playing Mario Kart. And I was getting my ass kicked. My brother goes, here, let me let me help you. Let me show you what you're doing wrong. That was the one and only time my brother ever fucking was just there. Mm-hmm. After that, done. I'm pretty sure Ethan hates Miles with a passion. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he does. No, he doesn't. He can't stand him. No, he doesn't. It's just Miles is a that really annoying younger brother that wants to be like the older brother, and that's the same. I, I tried telling Ethan like that's the same way I was too. Like you should feel like excited that like I didn't have a little brother that looked up to me, but you do. He thinks you're the coolest kid in the world. Yeah, I wish my little brother looked at that that way rather than just trying to beat my ass every time. Your little brother? My older brother. Oh, I thought you were a little brother. That was that was a sport. <laughs> my brother would have friends day the night and like. 
who could be the show to Kyle? Mm. Let's see. And I, I, I mean, my fight or flight went out the door. It was just always fight, always fight. What about like when you were sixteen-ish and got to drive and had that freedom? Still fight. But uh, like, do you have any funny memories from that? Like, it, it it's never gonna get better. My than my sixteen-year-old me being sixteen, I drove around. I drove my friends around. We got high because we smoked a bunch of weed. I take him home. I go back to my dad's house because I was living with my dad at the time. And my dad be like, "You're waking up really early in the morning, and you're gonna build a fence." I woke up really early in the morning and built a fence. And like I didn't have a childhood. But like, what about like first girlfriend stuff like that? First girlfriend, like, like, like first love. First love, Lindsay Abelseth was my <laughs> first love. I'm just like do you look but, back on that, or are you excited no. for your future? What? possibilities that can bring well my okay so we'll take my first love i thought i was gonna marry her i thought we we're gonna have kids we we're gonna be married and be happy because i was working for my dad and i was making fucking bank fucking money at that time 20 bucks an hour was fucking huge fucking money and i was learning and i was slowly working my way up through my dad's chain of command i mean he had 4,500 employees at the time so, all local? Well, Gillette, Denver, Louisiana, Texas, Damn. North Dakota. I mean, he, had, he had quite the he did he had quite the people. But I was working my way up, and people come to me like uh, my boss at the time. He's like, "You're in charge. You do this. You do that. Cool." And I talked to my dad, and he'd be like, "You come under." This amount of money, we bid it for this money. Come under it. I'll give you. I'll give you a percentage. Okay, I always did. So, <laughs> I gauge. So, oh. fuck you, gauge. So I, I I'd come in. So when I was like eighteen, I was pulling in like. 10 grand a paycheck. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of money back in 2007. 10 grand a paycheck's big any year. <laughs> and my dad, like me and Lindsay were kind of on the off. She went and found somebody some, with somebody that had a bigger dick. We talked about this on a previous podcast. Mm-hmm. She, fucked, she fucked him, and he was all about. Foreplay and getting his dick sucked and everything else. She came crawling back. I'm so sorry. I did this, did that. I'm like, I got money, bitch. Whoever says money can't buy happiness didn't have money. Well, money doesn't buy happiness. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. I'm very. Dude, I, I've, I've, I've came from making almost a million dollars a year. I well okay so let's backtrack. My family had a gas company, and I was worth like a hundred and ninety million dollars. Okay, so that hundred and ninety million dollars I was worth on paper, not not actual tangible stuff, but on paper, it was worth one hundred ninety million dollars. I could have went and bought any island I wanted and retired. 
right? Mm-hmm. Still was not happy. You didn't do it, so you don't know. Mm, I thought about it. I thought about it, and I thought about it. I said to self, I said, self, your wife is about to divorce you because she's doing what unhappy wives do. And this is not going to make a difference. So just stay working. It's like my, like my funnest memories are between like 15 and 19. Like everything was a new experience. It was so much fun. I wish I had that. I wish I had that. 15 to 19, I wish I, wish I had that. My bestest friend in the whole world died when I was 16, 17. And I was told to just get over it. Right. And then when I was 20, my other best friend in the whole world died. And the only difference was that my dad actually knew his dad. And my dad goes, shit happens. I didn't get no fucking... I didn't get no fucking, I'm sorry for you. I didn't like... Everybody that was in, like, like all the all the other people that went to the, the the school counselor. I didn't get any of that shit. I got fucking deal with it. That's what I got. Yeah. I didn't get a goddamn thing. And then everyone's why I'm so fucked up in the fucking head. What? What? I mean, what? What do you expect me to do? My best friend just fucking died in a fucking car wreck. Not even, not even to say that two week, two months before or a month before, I had rolled my Bronco, and everybody goes, "Holy shit, Kyle! If you died, that'd be that would be the end of our group." I got nothing. My mom, I don't know what to tell you. Just deal with it. My dad, I don't know what to tell you. Deal with it. And then everybody wonders why I am the way I am. Not only to mention that I got raised in a fucking welding shop by a bunch of fucking hardcore dudes that being faithful to their wives is just, just, yeah, it's a whatever. It always amazes me how much different our childhoods are. Because, like, for me, like, I thought that was normal for everybody. And then hearing all the stuff you've had to go through, like, I've only had, I've only lost one close personal friend. Yeah, and your mom was and, right there, and, and, and that was sooner than like that was just a few years ago. It's not like, not a teenager having to figure it out and deal with it. Yeah, like being sixteen, seventeen to to be like, I don't know to tell you, deal with it, figure it out, and then you know like poor Sarah, poor Sarah, she has to deal with it, and I and I don't want her to deal with it. I don't want I don't want her to be her problem. Yeah, so, but, you just, so you just, just don't talk about it. It's not so much that I don't talk about it. It's just like I feel bad when I get when I do talk about it. The only time I talk about it is when I get drunk, and that really pisses my wife off. I don't know if you say that I'm the most vulnerable or what, but when I get when I get really really drunk and like I've already been suppressing these feelings for a couple of weeks, and then I just open up, it's too much for her because. It's not coming from me sober. Oh, look at the devil. You're on the pod. Huh? 
I'm on my way home real quick. Well, just come in. Okay. Okay. You greenoed her. She said, love you, and you didn't say anything back. <laughs> she knows. I don't know, man. It's just like... I don't, I don't, like, I don't know if it's like, a, or like a, where we live, where it's not a big deal. Like, you lose a friend. All right, cool. See you later. Mm-hmm. But like, if it would be like somewhere like, say... New York, would it be a big deal there? Would you, would your family make a big deal out of it? Doubt it. So you're saying it's just like me being a me being a man. That's what people would say it as. I, I obviously, if you're if someone close to you passes away, you need to talk about feelings that you're having about it because it is hard. Like I, with my dad, like I don't even really talk to Amanda about how I feel about. Him passing. Yeah, but but what I'm getting at is like, do you think it's territorial? Do you think it's like Wyoming? Do you think it's like where we're at? Like we're supposed to be so hard and so non-feelings that it like when you have a trauma like this, it doesn't matter. I think just men as a in general, like even like with my accident, when I talk to Amanda about stuff, I don't go into detail about it. Like, I don't talk about it. I've never talked to Sarah about the way I feel about when my when David died or when Mike died. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll talk to her about the way that Tiffany treated me. But that's it. But, like, other than that, there's, like, there's nothing. And she's like, what, what's the matter with you? And nothing. Yeah. It's hard to open up. It, Really is well being a being a male and open up about your own problems is is, is not it, it it's not okay to society. We're supposed to be tough. We're supposed to be the dudes that conquer and destroy everything. We're supposed to be the ones that kill ghosts. We're supposed to be the ones that kills the monster underneath the bed. I ain't looking under that bed. <laughs> There's a monster in my closet. But, but you know, but you know, know what I'm saying. Mean. Yeah. So, like, when, when, when we, me and you, as being males, have a problem, have uh, some mental issues, who do we talk to? Because you talk to me, I'm going to call you a little bitch. Yeah, so I don't talk to you about my problems. Well, you do <laughs> when you're high. But I, talk, I try talking to you about it, and you're like, eh, cool. Bullshit. No, you are. I'm supporting because, you right no, no, now. No, 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 because like you'll be like, oh, me, I did this, and I, my, my, I had this, I had that, and it's fine. I, I don't, I don't blame you for doing that. It's just, it's just like that's how we are. That's how we're made. That's how we're we're programmed to be. I'm listening and I'm registering the pain you're feeling, and I've not ignored Hold it. Hold on. Damn dogs. Well, I don't want—I don't want you to register the pain I'm feeling. I, I want you to understand my life. I—I'm trying to. It's hard because our lives were so, our childhoods well, were yeah, so drastically uh, well, different. Yeah, our childhoods are very different. My childhood from anybody in this world is very different. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd like to see somebody else that came from where I grew up at 
and come talk to me and have the same experiences I had to talk to. Hi, Sarah. Stuff went downhill. No, I'm joking. Yeah, we're getting very deep in our feelings. You can talk, Sarah. It's your house. Anyways, we can't dead air, Sarah. God. Yeah, Sarah. Thanks. <laughs> but, like, it's just, like, trying to open up. Like, you know, like, Sarah always tells me, that you need to go to counseling. You need to go to counseling. And I'm like, why? You're going to tell me the same thing my mom told me. Get over it. I remember once I told my mom I had, I, I couldn't concentrate in school. And I'm like, Mom, I think I have ADHD. I'm not, I'm not able to pay attention. I'm not grasping stuff. And her response to me was, no, you don't. You're just lazy. Because that was back before parents would put their children on pills. Yeah. Uh, that probably would help me turn into a lot better person if I would have had that resource there. Because, no the, the, no, the first thing she said was, how do you think your grandfather would think of you if you had to take those pills? And I'm like, yeah. what the hell? It was just like, like my mom told me, get over it. Figure it out. If you ever need anything, Kyle, I'm always here. I'll text you. I'll call you. I don't. Well, whatever it, you want to talk it, about. It, it, it's not like that I need somebody or talk to somebody. It's just how much lot, how much difference my life would be if I had my, my mom would have been like, or my dad would have been like, dude, I'm here for you. Let's grieve together. I understand what you're going through. Or it's not even so much I understand what you're going through. Just like talk to me. Yeah. But I didn't have that. I got the, yeah, it sucks. Get over it. People are going to die. Mm-hmm. My bad. I'm sorry. That's what I got. You know, if I would if, if, if have had somebody to talk to, because my mom put me in, put me in uh, therapy. I don't know. I was like 23, 24. She put me in therapy because I, uh, I was going down the wrong path. I told my therapist, that, like, yeah, it's, you know, I lost my two best friends. And I got told, get over it. I'm over it. And my therapist goes, you never grieved, did you? I was like, What's, what, 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 what do you mean grieve? And she goes, you got to do this, you got to do that, da, 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 da. I said, yeah, I'm over it. That was the last time I talked to him. Because I got the fuck over it. May not sound like it, but I got the fuck over it. Did you, though? I'm a little worried you didn't. No, because because I like like today, like the other day I was sitting there, I was thinking about it. I was like, where would my wife, where, where would my life be if me and David, if David was still alive? Mm-hmm. You know, and I love you. I love you with all my heart. But I'm no David. But you're no David. Because <laughs> like me and David have this podcast. We had this podcast back in 2014. We had gone for it. You are a podcasting whore. This is bullshit. Don't act like you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> Jeez. But <laughs> David David would have been right there and be like, dude, like so much of the things I do and I say is in honor. Like just like it's like him coming through me. Uh-huh. You know? It's not like he's like possessing me. It's just like 
I don't know. I'm going to start crying if I keep talking about it. So I'm going to change the subject. Okay, cool. Yeah, I feel I feel bad now. <laughs> don't feel bad. It's not your fault. It's just... It's life. I'm sorry. It, I, I, it, it's life, and it's, it's life that that most people don't have the outlets that most people talk about. You know, like you, you always hear about... Oh, go to better help. Go to this. Go to that. Like, you know, but us as men, we can't do that. Well, when I asked you that question, I thought you were just going to go to fun things. <laughs> yeah, well, welcome to my head. But us men, we can't do that because we're supposed to be strong. We're supposed to be uh, independent. We're supposed to be have our shit figured out. We're supposed to, like, like, like the list of what it means to be a man is so fucking long, but what the list means to be a woman is, is short. Do you ever just, just have yourself a good cry when no one's around? No, I'm not a little bitch. No one's around. I'm not a little bitch. I do it. I I don't know the last time I had a good cry. Like my When my grandma died, me and my ex-wife were married, and when we were having our issues at the end, when I lost my job, or not lost, I was laid off, working two days a week. Um, when that happened, is when she really started leaving. But then she started throwing in my face, like, your grandma died and you didn't even cry, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, so I can't cry in front of you. I'd I go to the shower. I never, I never cried in there. I never cried, in, I never cried in front of my kids when my grandpa died. And he was probably my biggest supporter. And when it was just me, Never cried. All I did was, I got, I got to do something different. Sometimes, man, it's nice to take a shower and have a good cry. I just don't cry. Stop watching porn in the shower and just cry. <laughs> yeah, but, but see, I was always taught that crying is weakness. That 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 that, that is exactly what I was told. Be, be be crying. For anything is a total weakness move. That means that you're showing everybody that you have a weakness, and you don't show anybody they have a weakness. Because where I was growing, where I, where, where I was raised, was with a bunch of fucking vicious motherfuckers, dirty old men. It's not only that, but just like some hardcore vicious fucking dudes. Like I had. When I walked to my dad's shop, there was there was pinup curls all over the fucking all over the fucking ceiling. Mm-hmm. My first set, the first time I seen tits, I was probably like five because of my dad's pinups. <laughs> and then my dad goes, "Hey, these guys are gonna watch you while I go to work." Okay. And I got I got those guys, so my my skin is so fucking thick. So when something bad happens, I'm just like, eh. Is what it is. Yeah, not me. I break down and I get anxiety and I lose it. Like So when I die, are you gonna break down and fucking cry? Dude, I'm gonna die way before you. I doubt it. Bet? Let's bet. Bet. I'm gonna die way before you. Okay, motherfucker. It sounds like I go to the doctor a lot more than you, so I'm pretty sure You do. And I was just talking about having the shakes and stuff like that. I'm sure I'll die before you. I doubt it. I have the weight loss pills, and I have Ambien, so I have an upper and a downer. That's not going to be good for my heart. And you're drinking. Please. Please. This stuff isn't alcohol. This stuff is so gross. 
don't know. It's just it's like the way I was raised. It's just like I was a pallbearer for David, and I remember Kendall's mom coming to me. She goes, "You gotta get rid of that ring. It's so it, that's so heavy. It, it just it's just heavy." I said, no, I'm not getting rid of it. I left it because uh, I had it on a chain around my neck. So I ain't getting rid of it. You're fucked off if you think I'm getting rid of it. Then one day, I just took it off and let it go. See, I, I think you just need to have some quiet time. Go to your room, go to the shower, go to your couch, wherever, and just think about that stuff and just grieve finally. Yeah, grievance for pussies. Stop. It is. Like, I still have bottled up emotions from my dad dying. Oh, yeah? And I never talked to Amanda about that. You talk to me now. I talk to you. <laughs> but I just... I, you, you can talk to all of our <laughs> podcast <laughs> friends. Well, it's hard to lose a parent. It is. And he wasn't even my birth father. He was my stepdad. So he chose to raise me. You're lucky. And and he, like, all my hockey trips, like, every weekend, we were always going somewhere. And he worked for the railroad. I think I've said this before. He worked for the railroad as well, so we were always, he's always on call. And I remember being in hotel rooms with him, and he'd be like, I need to take a paid day off, because he never takes, he never takes days off. And I'm like, the only thing we do is lay off sick. He's like, I'm not sick. I want to get paid. I'm not going to lie and say I'm sick. And I remember him getting arguments with the callers. And you're, you're lucky that you had that. Yeah, I. And that, that's what's hard. Like that's what's hard about it is, like, he, I was his son. That's what I hope to be for Drake. I never hear him call you Kyle. No, I'm Dad. Yeah, my kids still call me Michael. So, that sucks, but I get it. For now. Or or my stepdad wants me to go clean real quick. Like, oh, sure, now I'm your stepdad when I want you to do a <laughs> chore. <laughs> Kids suck. I don't know, man. It's just, it's just like uh, we as men have no outlet. No. I mean, I like I can talk to Sarah all day long about the about how I'm feeling, and she'd be like, "Yeah, cool, 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 cool." I get it. I'm here for you. Blah 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 blah. But she like it's not really that she's here for me. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it's not it's not it's not the reaction that I was that I want. Mm-hmm. Is it, the reaction that I want is like I'm so sorry. That this happened to you. I'm so sorry that you're feeling this way. I just get the talk to me. Done. Yeah. You know, and it's like I never, I've never wanted to kill myself. I never, I've never had that thought in my head because, like, I always had the thought in my head like. You're going to rise. You're going to do so much better. You're going to do this and do that, do that, that, blah, blah, blah. It's like this podcast. You know, like everybody says, like, oh, you're this podcast thing. It'd be a goddamn fucking thing. Well, bitch, check it out. We're actually doing really good for only having 30 episodes. 
We're doing really good. And not trying hard. <laughs> not, and, and, uh, yeah, exactly. We're not trying hard. We're not really advertising anything. And it's just like... It's more of a watch me, watch me. Listen, you know? listen to me. No, not even listen. It's <laughs> well, just no, like because they can't watch us. Yeah, but it's just like watch me, watch me do this. You know, Sarah never, Sarah never did, did not, never did go. Well, that's gonna be that's a dumb idea. She ne- that you know never discourages you. Yeah, she's she's always like, yeah, try it, try it out, see what happens. And I've tried it. You know, but it's just like I try talk to, I try talking to her on the more deeper level of me, and it's just like I go to counseling for my problems. I don't need your problems to you. Mm-hmm. Then you feel bad for burdening them. Yeah, and it's like I just, I just need someone to talk to. You. But I don't want to talk to a counselor because I'm be like them going and studying me and be like, oh, you're this, you're that, you're this. No, just just let me fucking talk. I I broke down a while ago with Amanda, and she works with a crisis hotline, and I I feel like now like I don't even want to open up to her because she's deals dealing, with it every day. Yeah, and then to have to hear her husband talk yeah. about it as well. well that's what you got me like, for. Like there was one night, Amr, what happened? I probably fell, and I opened up to her and. She had to take like two hours off work, and I felt like shit. I felt like shit about that. Like never again. No, yeah, I, I, that's the problem with being a male. I hurt her by telling her about my feelings. Now she has to worry about it. I don't want her to worry about that. Well, that's the problem with being a male. Like everybody expects you to be tough. You're not supposed to have any feelings. You're not supposed to have this. You're not supposed to have that. But goddamn. Like, life hits us hard. Mm-hmm. Life hits us dudes hard. I don't care if you're gay, straight, or trans, or whatever the fuck it is. Being a dude is fucking hard. And just, just going out throughout life, just being a dude, is this person going to like me? Is this person going to want to have want to have a conversation with me? Is this, this person... It doesn't matter whether they're male, female, or whatever. It, it it's always like in the back of our head we're always going am I good enough mm-hmm. and, it, and it, that does not matter if we're talking to a fucking chick it, it's, it's straight up talking to a fucking guy am I good enough for this guy to want to talk to me yeah am I good enough for this guy to want to be my friend it's so hard to make friends nowadays like it was so much easier as a kid well, pick because like, because, You're my <laughs> because there's so much on top of that, you know, like me and you being best friends is pretty off off the norm. We got trying onions. To, trying to be quiet, and all the dogs following her. You can hear it. Sounds like it's happening right in my ear. Weird. It's weird that we say we're doing a podcast and she just comes down and acts like she owns the place. She does.
Yeah, it's unopened. Yeah, I feel bad for the next question I had for you now. What's that? I don't want to do it Shoot now. It. Shoot it. Let's hear it. I don't want to do it now. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. How how do you want to be remembered? How do I want to be remembered? I want to be remembered as that guy. Very bland. I like it. <laughs> I'm going to be remembered as a dude that went and did the shit that nobody else would do. I'm going to be remembered as the guy that went and did the things that people said they couldn't do. I'm going to be remembered as that guy. Sounds like a cool guy. Well, why not? I mean, the only thing that's holding me back is me. Mm-hmm. I was say mine. I, if I die, I want to go out sacrificing myself for somebody, preferably one of my kids. Like a uh, pet cemetery. But that dad sucked. He didn't push the kid out of the way. Hey, that kid's name was Gay, just like your dog. <laughs> like I, that's how I. I don't know why I have this. I don't want to say obsession with death. This obsession of not. Not caring if I'm not here. Well, and so like I, 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 I love superheroes. So maybe that's what it all comes. Like I want a heroic. Do you, do you feel like? Do you ever feel like 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 uh, if I was on the like like to me like when I get thinking to myself like if I was a head in a head-on collision in my car, mm-hmm. I'd live. Do you ever feel like that? I feel like I'd live because I didn't want to live. See, I, I feel like I'd live because I'm indestructible. I do. Like, I feel like I'm indestructible because after my leg accident, yeah, you know, like I should have bled out there on the scene, and I didn't. And I'm like, fuck it. Because I always said I had to I had to wait to die until the Cubs won the World Series. Cubs finally won, so now I'm just waiting for that ticker. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. I don't know. Go back to mental health. It's just we don't have it. I I always think like I know I'm gonna die before you. You're not. And I always think like, how is Kyle gonna do the next podcast? Like, he's gonna be like, so I, I gotta say, Mike died because he was no. Because I get stupid. on here and be like, sorry guys, Mike died. This is the end of it. No. Yeah. This is the end of We'll Drink to That. No. Mike passed away. We'll Drink to That. I can't in, die. In his sleep, he had a heart attack, and I can't do this by myself. Nope. Look, I'm saying my dying wishes now. Okay. We'll Drink to That won't end. You'll get Colston or Ratchet Jesus <laughs> or someone you can actually hold a conversation with a lot better than me. We all got conversation and then, good. And then, then you'll take off. We hold the conversation good. We feel like, off each other. Like when I went to the doctor's office the other day, I had to fill out because uh, I said I when I made my appointment, I don't think my antidepressant pills are working. So yeah. they, they gave me these two sheets of paper for anxiety and depression. And I was like peak <laughs> on both of them on the high end that you shouldn't be feeling like this. Like, do you think your life would be better if you or do you think other people's lives would be better if you weren't around? That was on a scale of one to three, I think. I'm like, fucking three all day. 
Yeah, people's lives would not be better if you were gone. The only thing I think of is like, if if this stuff is uh hereditary, mm-hmm. like I need to stick around for miles so I can guide him through it because I didn't have my birth father in my life to assuming he had these issues. Yeah. Cause I know my mom doesn't, or if she does, she's fucking good at hiding it. But so I, I always think of like, I, I need to stay around for miles because he's, if he, if this stuff is hereditary, I would like to guide him through it and help him. And it's just, I don't know. It's it's weird to think about your own death. Not really. You don't think so? No, because I think about my own death all the time. Oh, me too. My wife hates it. <laughs> like, when I think about my own death, I'm like, please not in my bed with my wife. Just let me pass away in the couch. Me and my wife fooled around the other day, and my heart was pounding for like four hours afterwards. Like, oh, shit. I'm like the old men that die during sex. <laughs> <laughs> Dying during sex would be not pretty nice. I got a dead body on me. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully Sarah's on top, but otherwise she won't be able to escape. <laughs> well, Sarah's always on top because that's the way the weight it goes. Say, so if you're on top of her, she won't be getting out of there. She'll die too. <laughs> well, I would say if Sarah dies, I'm going to be plugging some holes. Be plugging holes? Yeah. What do you mean? Like, I'd be fucking her ass. Oh. Yeah, that kind of stuff. You got to stick a curling iron up um, to warm it up first. Well, no. She'll be still warm before I plug holes. Oh, the rig mortis sword is that. They don't move. Yeah, you got about <laughs> 15 minutes, 20 minutes before that sets in. Gosh, a little bit. There's, there's a lot more than mental issues wrong with us. <laughs> well, it goes back to not having anybody to talk to you. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I've gotten to my, like, I was planning on killing myself. Like, I remember I I wrote out letters and stuff like that so people would find them. I yeah. left them at my house. And I then later I came to my senses. So that you planning on killing yourself, was that after a breakup or divorce or is that during you being married or in a relationship? During and after divorces. Okay. And my leg didn't help much at all. Okay, so it was after your leg got taken away. No, it was before that, too. But oh. the leg kind of propelled it even more. Um, I remember calling, like, I, I remember, like, writing letters on my computer to everybody. And then I came to my census, and I called my brother because I was at work. And I'm like, hey. So I think my, my ex-wife and I were we're getting divorced, I think, and she might have been going over to grab some things. I'm like, hey, can you go over to my computer and just delete everything you see written down? <laughs> and he's like, yeah. And apparently my fucking brother's a cunt. And he's like, I read your notes. Like, don't fucking read my notes. I just said delete them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, I, I never did that. I never. Because if I was going to go out, I didn't want anybody to know. My biggest fear was I was going to go out with my kid in the house and have that him fight me. So I never, I never wrote notes. I just was like, 
If it's my time, it's my time. Yeah, I I finally got put on an old heart, old heart medication I had. Yeah. It somehow it didn't get renewed and then I lost it, so I go back to the doctor to get it again, and I went like months without being on it. And I can totally feel a difference now being back on it. Like my heart isn't stabbing as much. But before that, I was like if if I have a heart attack, will Miles know what to do when we're home alone together? Yeah. Will, will he, or will he just think I'm sleeping? Like, I don't want that on him. Yeah, so that's the reason why I, I always made sure when I had Kindle, like, I made sure I was right. Well, After that, fair game. All my suicide ideas were never where uh, a child would find me. Yeah. I had a really cool idea with a scavenger hunt, and the end of it be, would be my body. From a tree? Nah, I don't think I'd do that. I'd have to do something oh. quick, like a gun or something. I'd probably fuck that up, too, like I fuck up everything else. Like, I'm not even good enough to kill myself. It's so sad that we're having this conversation about men's health, and we're still making jokes about it. You gotta make jokes about it. Yeah, I, I get that, but it's like... I make jokes about my suicide attempts all the time. I make jokes about me being a piece of shit all the time, too. And, but it's just sad that you and I are sitting here having a conversation where it got really deep, and then it got we got to the point where it's really deep, and we're making jokes. We can go really deep deep again without jokes. No, but it just just that's just how society is, you know. So what you're saying is I'm not. You're saying I'm, no, I'm treating I'm, you I'm like not, everybody else. No, I'm now. not. I'm not saying anything against you. I'm just saying that's just how it is. Like. You were talking about suicide, and I'm just like, okay, cool. I make jokes about suicide all the time because I find that's how I deal with it. Yeah. Or my leg. Like, people used to always tease me about my leg. And I got to the point where I'm making the jokes before you are. Yeah, that's, that's, that's how society is. Like, we got to beat you to the punch before you beat us. Mm-hmm. It's and a defense me- mechanism. <laughs> that's a prime example of what it's like to be a male in a society. Oh, yeah. So many people are like, have you ever have you ever uh, had a wooden leg on? Have you ever had a pig leg like a pirate? That'd be badass if you did. I know, right? My <laughs> <laughs> See, there we go again, making jokes my, of it. My old woodshop teacher, some of my friends reached out to him and he said, yeah, I, I, I will make something for him to wear for Halloween as a pirate. And I'm like, no, I don't want to make a joke about this. But then, like, the imputation for me mentally was horrible. And I was in a bad, bad place. Well, yeah. But, 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 but like, but, like, I, two the, weeks later, you're like, make fun of the situation. Make, was, make, make jokes. It was a lot longer than that. Okay, so three it, weeks. It took me a while. Um, so my accident happened in June. And so this would have been the upcoming Halloween. Like, I'm going to go as a pirate because I found a really cool trench coat in Chicago. And uh, and they're like, you, you should do a peg leg. And I remember someone was calling me peg leg, and that really pissed me off. And so I just started making jokes about it so it wouldn't hurt me. Yeah, but that's how we deal with mental health. Mm-hmm. Make jokes about it. And then get drunk and start a podcast and talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> and still get made fun of. <laughs> Mike, I love you. I love you too, buddy. 
my dog started wanting outside and being loud. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook. Don't really give a shit if you leave us a review. Just rate us a five star. We need the we need we need the stars so that way we can start getting some sponsorships. Not even sponsorships, just like just for me, and Mike's mental health. <laughs> oh, us, don't throw that in there. <laughs> That's pity. <laughs> Let us know we're doing good. We love you guys. And seriously, if you're a dude out there struggling, hit us up. Hit us up on our DMs. Talk to us. Because we'll 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 talk you through it. We won't let you do the stupid shit that we've talked about doing. Lost a friend, lost a leg. I didn't lose. Go, I didn't lose it. It's like I don't know where it went. <laughs> where my leg go? Going through a divorce, all that bullshit. Hit us up if you're in a bad place. Just hit us up. Or if you want to hit hit us up, nine eight eight crisis hotline. There you go. Great place to call. You have to probably talk to Mike's wife, and she'll tell you to man the fuck up. Actually, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But don't let lo- don't let what's going through your head fuck you up for the rest of your life. Talk about it. Go find somebody to talk to. If you can't find somebody to talk to, hit us up. We'll drink to that. Uh, Facebook, Instagram. Just reach out to us. Because at the end of the day, we love you guys. And we want the best for you guys. And there's nothing else that you can do that we can't do, can't, that we can do together. So. Just open up. Just open up. There it is. Just open up. Let's talk. Let, let's talk. Men's health is always put to the side. Mental health is important. We love you. And we'll see you again on the next episode.